0: Shalom abrach, we are up to Yevamas, Daf Ayin, Test. That is, Daf continues the discussion of David and the Nasinim, putting them in Cherim, the revenge that he took for Sha'ol. Agav, we're gonna mention the Simonim of Yisrael. How to know that if someone's not a Jew. And then we head back into Yevamas land discussing a an islandist or a Sris doing Yibum, And how Rabbi Akiva allows a Sris to do Yibum, Even though he's very Maqbana Now, again, yesterday we said that David Malach went through his kingdom and tried figuring out why there was a famine. And it ended up being, as the Urm told him, because they were not masped Shaul correctly and that Shaul had killed Givonim. Now, where did Shaul ever kill kill Givonim? Rather, since he killed the city of Noivir Akoyanim, who would support the Nesinim, the Givonim, they were their water carriers. Rashi says that they used to give them support for their work. Maybe they spiritually, they, they weren't able to serve the Kahanam anymore. The Torah considered it as if Shaul had killed the Nasinim, the him The Gemara asks, the two tainas that the, the Hashem had was, one, that Shaul was so great you didn't give him a proper husband, and second, that Shaul was so bad that he killed people. Aren't that opposites? Like, does he deserve it or not? The Gemara says, that's not an issue, Lukas tells us, based on the bus of In the same arena that we can be done a person, we'll also talk about his tzitzkos. So David said, you know what? Shaul was nifter a long time ago, years ago, more than 12 months ago. So it's not the proper time to be maspid. After 12 months, we're not maspid anymore. But let me take care of the nesinim issue." So he calls them up and he tries uh, appeasing them. He tells them, And they said, We don't want your money or your gold. We want Sheol and his family to pay for his misdoings. They asked for seven of Sheol's household to be strung up, to be killed. David tried appeasing them without having to murder, and they would not be settled for anything less. So David said, You can tell that these people aren't Jews. The Simonim of a Jew is... Rachamim, Baishonim, Gum the Chasodim, the moral explains that Rachamim is Yaakov Avinu, Busho is from Yitzchok, Midisayero, and Gum the Chasodim is from Avrom Avinu, Midisacheset. We know that Kai saw Rachamim from the Posok, Venos and the Chorachamim Rachamecho, Verbechob. Veshanim we learn from Bavorti, Yerosoi, Al Pnechem, and Gum the Chasodim we learn from the Posok Lamanash, Yitzaves, Bonoves, Bezoi, Vishomru De Rech Walking in the ways of Hashem is visiting Avram even after his bris, making clothing for Adam and Chava. Anyone who has these three simonim are worthy of connecting with Kala Yisrael. And these Nesinim are not. But to appease them, to end the famine, to get them to forgive Shaul, he took two sons of Ritzba bas Aya, born to Shaul, and Nephi Beishas, Shaul's son, the five sons of Michal bas Shaul, why did he specifically pick these out? Rav says he passed them in front of the Aaron, and the Aaron grabbed these children of Shaul. Anyone that the Aaron did not grab, later. bar asks The Pesach says that David Malach had Rachmanus on Miphibushis ben and ben Shaul. But I thought the Aaron was the one who picked out who was being chosen to die. The Gemara says yes. And David did not. Send Mephibosheth to be picked out. He didn't walk him by the aran Wow, what kind of favor is that? No, he did pass him by the aran but he davened that he should not be chosen. That's still favoritism. Rather, the Gemara says he davened before he sent him to the aran that the aran should not pick him. I, the Pusik says, Why are the children being punished for shoal, avera? Rabbi Kiyah says, In the name of Rabbi Yechanan, you're right, but it's better. To uproot a letter in the Torah, rather, to bimchal Savera, of letting the children take the blame for their father's mistake, instead of being, having chil Hashem b'farhesev, everyone seeing Shaul's cruelty, and associate that with all of Qalai and with Hashem. So what did David do with these descendants of Shaul? It says, v'tikach Khritzpa v'as ayo es hasak there's a miracle that the birds did not touch their corpses. But the Gemara asks, you're not allowed to leave someone who was killed and in Bezdin overnight. Rabbi says, But it's better to uproot one letter in the Torah. I guess this is the second letter of the Torah, the second aloha. Um, to make a kid. Everyone passing by said, Wow, Klaeser really are good people. You see, these are the children of the kings. And what did they do? They messed with Gerim, with the Nasinim. Sheol took away the Nasinim's parnasa and essentially um, killing them. It says, this is a wonderful, wonderful nation to connect to. If princes get punished, imagine what laymen would get punished for misacting. And they only did it to Gairim. Imagine if they did, if they messed with Klyasol themselves. and immediately there were a hundred and fifty thousand Gairim. The Pazak says the shivim elef noise, that people chiseling the mountains and drawing water for him. They're schleppers. Yeah, but who says they were that these were the fresh Gairim, maybe these were Jews who were helping him. Nah, no, the Pasik says and uh, The Shlome did not have Born Yiddin as his servants. So maybe he hired them who says that they were megayer and joined. Now the Pasak says, which clearly points to these servants of Shlomelech being fresh Gayrim who are clinging to him because of this K- Ketush Hashem. And the Gemara asks, he, here wraps up the story of David Malach putting the Nasinim into, it been geyser on them that they're not Jews, but Moshe already did this. It says, The Gemara answers that Moshe was geyser on them for that generation. But David said, forevermore they cannot marry into Kali Yisrael. Right? Didn't Yeshua Make a on them It says, The Gemara explains that David was different. Yeshua was gazer on them during the Besam Mikdosh, but David was gazer on them even when there was no Besam Mikdosh, without the puzzle of Limiz Be'ah Hashem. Rebbe wanted to be Mater than Asinim to let them marry into Kai Yisrael, but they said, Rebbe, you can be Mater our part in the Gzeira against them, but what about the chilek of to the mizbeach? They work for the kehanim. This is this doesn't this tiny that I had against Rebbe doesn't fit with Rabbi Chia because he says in the name of Rabbi that the gzeira for us we can be mater the chilek of the mizbeach of the kehanim only stands when the base HaMikdash is kayom, but when when, when we, we don't have the base of they're automatically matered. Now we have a new Mishnah that says, Rabbi Yeshua says, I heard that a Swiss, a sterile man, can do chalitza and his wife, when he dies, his wife is allowed to do chalitza. But I also heard that a sris cannot do chalitza and his wife does not get chalitza. I don't know what's going on. It's exact serious. Rabbi Kiva says, I will explain it to you. A Swiss can do chalitza and his wife can get chalitza because he was a natural sris. He was born sterile. Rather, a uh, Swiss Adam is someone who an, an accident happened and became sterile. Since he had a he had a part a moment in his life when he was kosher, when he wasn't a saris. him and his wife both are available for chalitza. But a Swiss Chama, a natural saris, who was born sterile, cannot do chalitza, and his wife does not get chalitza because there was never a moment when he was kosher. Rebbe says exactly the opposite. A natural saris can do chalitza him and his wife because there's a chance that he will be healed. But a saris, an accident that happened that sterilized him cannot do chalitza nor him or his wife because there's no refuah for that. Rabbi Yeshua ben Masera was made on ben Magusas who lived in Jerusalem. He was a, a saris from an accident and his wife did yibum like Rabbi Akiva said. Like, she Akiva, since he had a man shasa Next, the Mishnah says that a Siris does not do chalitza or yibum. An islandess, a sterile woman, does not do chalitza or yibum. If a Saris did chalitza, it's not possible. It's a good chalitza. But if he did yibum, that would be possible, because that's a bilas znus. Likewise, an islandess who does chalitza with one of the brothers, it's a good chalitza bid'yevit. But if he was boiler, did he yibum with her? Then it's possible because that's a bilas nus with the islandess. So now the Gemara says, How is Rabbi Akiva saying that the Swiss can do yibum? He holds that love laven is like chayvei krisis. And chayvei krisis cannot do chalitza or yibum. How does he allow a Swiss doing yibum or chalitza? Rabbi so Ami explains the first answer. We're talking about a case where the brother married a geiris. And Rabbi Kiva holds like geiris who says that Kahal Geirim is not a complete full Jew. It's not Kahal. But if that's so, then we should have the same halacha by And the Gemara says, yeah, he can do yibum too. He only used the Lashon of Halitza because Yehoshua used the Lashon of Halitza. We also have a, a diok because Yehoshua Ben says his Eidos and Ben Megusas, who was a seris, and he did yibum. Dafka used the lotion of yibum with his wife to be mekayim Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva. Would even matter yibum in this case where she's a g'diyaris? But Rabbi, Rabbi asks Akasha on Rami's first answer. We learned that a daka, koros shivcha, or a zokin. can do chalitza or yibum, but specifically in a case where one of the brothers did maimer with one of the dead brother's wives then gives her a get or chalitza, and it works. And if b'diyeved, he had done yibum, it would work. But if the brother died, and the other brother does it, mimer, and then gives her a get or chalitza, b'diyeved, it works. If, they, if, if he does yibum with her, it is yibum, but they're not allowed to stay married. The postage says, The zaken would be okay. But you see, we're talking about kahal. Rather, Rabba gives a different explanation how Rabbi Akiva's is supposed to do Yibom. He says we're talking about a case where first the brother died before he became a Psuadaka. And then before getting the chance to do Yibom, he became an accident happened, he became a a, a, a then. Tabayah so asks, shouldn't the Isra Psuwadaka push off the Chiyuv of Yibom? We learned, the Arabic taught us in a Mishnah. If the brother does meun, if, if, if a young girl does meun, then she can do uh, Yibmen Chalitza with the brother. But if she doesn't, you have to wait till she's a Gudayla. And then matter being an Achoysisha. But you see here that the issue of doing Yibmen Chalitza with her is at the moment that the brother dies. That's where we focus on. While she was still a Katana. So to here. Rather, when when she was a katana, she had fallen for Yibam. But as she, well, we wait till she becomes a g'dayla. And as she becomes a g'dayla, being an achos, Isha will push away the chiv of Yibam. So, so to here. Becoming a p'tzorodaka should push away the chiv of Yibam. So Rabbi gives in a third answer. Now we're learning Shita Rabbi Akiva who says that Chayvei Lavin Iser Chai is just like Chiv Kores, only by Chiv who are relatives. That's who would create a mamzer. But Chai who aren't relatives, that would not create a mamzer. Therefore, he would matter a Siris, who is not a relative, but still an Eser Lav, to do yibum. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.